Salve and Mukulrod Gib urged the Supreme Court to curtail the powers of Enforcement Directorate. They said, and I quote, no one is safe in the country if the ED is not reined in. At least four leaders or their family members are facing a probe by the Enforcement Directorate or Anti-Corruption Bureau in cases linked to money laundering. Hello and welcome to All Indians Matter. I'm Ashraf Engineer. Recently, when Ajit Pawar and a large number of Nationalist Congress Party MLAs switched loyalties to join the BJP-led government in Maharashtra, many called it an Enforcement Directorate-led operation. Several of those sworn in as ministers had ED cases against them and it was speculated that it was the fear of the agency that prompted their decision. In recent years, the terror of the ED has increased many-fold, especially because it is being unleashed against political opponents of the union government. In fact, just days ago, senior advocate Harish Salve told the Supreme Court that the ED has been given quote-unquote drastic powers in investigating money laundering cases and these powers need to be reined in. This was not in relation to a political case, but the logic holds even for such matters. Salve told the court and I quote, these are drastic powers given to the ED. If the court does not rein them in, no one is safe in this country. Stop quote. So what exactly is the ED? What powers does it have and what makes it such a potent political weapon in the hands of the government? All Indians Matter The ED was founded in 1956 to fight foreign exchange-related offences. Later, both Congress and BJP-led governments gave it more powers. The NDA government in 2002 passed the Prevention of Money Laundering Act or PMLA and the UPA government framed the law's components in 2004. The ED changed colour in 2019 under the Narendra Modi government. From 2012-13 to 2018-19, the agency filed cases in the 111-221 to 221 count range under PMLA. But in 2019-20, that number changed to 562 cases and 1,180 in 2021-22. The ED acts on three major laws, the PMLA, the Foreign Exchange Management Act 1999 and the Fugitive Economic Offenders Act 2018. However, in recent times, it has focused on PMLA and this coincides with it picking up pace in 2019. That was when the government enforced various amendments to make the scope of anti-money laundering legislation wider to include properties and assets created, derived or obtained through criminal activity, even if not under PMLA. This makes anyone fair game and is perfect for targeting political rivals. No wonder that the opposition feels the ED has been given draconian powers. Last year, however, the Supreme Court upheld the PMLA provisions related to arrests, attachment of properties, searches, etc. This has the opposition on the back foot. When the Maharashtra Vikas Agadi government fell and Eknath Shinde was sworn in as Chief Minister last year, many called it the ED Sarkar. That was because many of the Shiv Sena leaders who broke away from the party to become part of the government were on the ED radar. For example, the ED had raided Uddhav Thakre aide Anil Parab. Pratap Sarnaik, also among those who switched loyalties, faced an ED probe linked to a rupees 175 crore money laundering case. There were other leaders too. Another Thakre aide, Rajya Sabha MP Sanjay Raut, faced a PMLA case related to a property in Alibagh. Former State Ministers Anil Deshmukh and Nawab Malik were jailed in connection with PMLA cases. Elsewhere, the Aam Party's Satyendra Jain, the Delhi Health Minister, was jailed in connection with a money laundering case. Former Congress President Sonia Gandhi's closest aide, the late Ahmed Patel, was being investigated by the ED for, you guessed it, money laundering. As were former Finance Minister P. Chidambaram and his son Karthi. 
Former Haryana Chief Minister Bhupender Singh Hooda was also booked in a money laundering case and former Goa Chief Ministers Digambar Kamath and Churchill Alamov were booked in a bribery case. DK Shivkumar, who is now Karnataka Deputy Chief Minister, was arrested by the ED in 2019 for, you guessed it again, money laundering. Karnataka's former Chief Minister H.D. Kumaraswamy, who leads the Janata Dal Secular, said in 2018 that the ED was deployed to stop him from forming a government with the Congress. He said in the Assembly, and I quote, An ED official called me and said they are going to file a case against you about property that you hold in Malaysia if you go with them. The centre is capable of creating documents in this direction also. This is the first time in 70 years that the centre is using income tax and ED in this fashion. Stop quote. In Tamil Nadu, Fisheries Minister Anita Radhakrishnan in the DMK Congress Alliance government was booked for, again, money laundering. Later, the Madras High Court stayed the proceedings. And there are innumerable other instances across the country in Kerala, Uttar Pradesh, West Bengal, Kashmir. So brazen is the BJP about using the ED to target rivals, the party's Telangana chief Bandi Sanjay Kumar warned Chief Minister K. Chandrasekhar Rao that he would be probed by the agency soon. The way the agency functions is as intimidating as the cases. The objective is to humble the person being targeted, treat them in ways they are not used to. As the accused enters the ED office, they have to state their name and other details. This applies for everyone, even those holding high office. Everything they do or say is recorded on camera. Even the answers to the questions must be handwritten and signed in view of the camera. I suppose the only courtesy is that they are offered lunch or allowed to go outside for it. Of course, the Modi government won't have been the first to use a central agency for political ends. The Congress's favoured agency was the Central Bureau of Investigation. BJP leader, the late Arun Jetli had said, and I quote, the UPA during the period 2004 to 2014 mastered the art of manipulating the CBI. The CBI during this period was not controlled by the government. Worse still, it was controlled by the ruling party. Stop quote. However, no agency has been used so frequently or with such malice as the ED has been by this government. And the ED is a more potent tool because it has the capacity to financially destroy whoever it targets by attaching properties, freezing bank accounts, etc. even when there is no conviction. To do its job, the ED deploys high-end technology that facilitates surveillance. All communication, whether through calls, texts and even WhatsApp, is within reach. With the Supreme Court upholding the ED's powers and, more importantly, the 2024 general elections coming up, the ED office is likely to see many opposition politicians dropping by it might just become par for the course for those refusing to bow to the government. Thank you all for listening. Please visit allindiansmatter.in that's A-L-L-I-N-D-I-A-N-S-M-A-T-T-E-R.in for more columns and audio podcasts. You can follow me on Twitter at Ashraf Engineer that's A-S-H-R-A-F-E-N-G-I-N-W-E-R and All Indians Count that's A-L-L-I-N-D-I-A-N-S-C-O-U-N-T Search for the All Indians Matter page on Facebook. On Instagram, the handle is All Indians Matter. Email me at editor at allindiansmatter.in. Catch you again soon.